Hello and welcome to another episode of The Movie Garage. We're on a movie review episode now. I think this is episode 28 and this week's movie of the week is The Devil All The Time on uh, Netflix. Did you manage to watch it, Gaza? I did. Yeah? So, yeah. So, um, I, I can understand why. For me, this film's Marmite. Yeah. And I really don't like Marmite. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually loved lots of this film. Mm-hmm. Some of the intensity, the way it just slowly gripped you, kept you on the edge of your seat without doing too much, was very, very clever. Yeah. And some of the acting is outstanding. Definitely. So this is really? like, for me, watching it, it, this is just Oscar bait this, isn't it? I think the only reason that they've made this film is just to allow the actors to show off and <laughs> to, to, to try and court a load of um, movie nerds uh, and to win a lot of awards. That's what it seems like to me. Um, yep. Yeah, so it's on Netflix. It's about, it's really, really hard to describe what it's about. It's basically about uh, a group of people in a couple of towns in like the 1950s in America, isn't it? In very like rural America. Um, and they're all just garbage human beings. How anybody lived through the 1950s in that part of America, I have no fucking idea. Especially yeah. after watching this documentary, as I uh, feel it is kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's dark. And yeah. really, at some points, really bloody dark. Yeah. And this, the, the way they just tell the story, because throughout it, like, I'm, I'm kind of glad. At first, I was like, oh, no, they've got a narrator through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I, the more you watched it, I was glad of it. Yeah. It really worked. It was really interesting, no, I, well, because I thought that, he was going to be a character. I thought he was going to be one of the characters. Um, and yeah. I thought it might have been Tom Holland's character that we find out it was at the end uh, right. while I was watching it, while I was about halfway through. But then, like you say, as you get on, you realise that he's just a narrator. He's just like the voice of God talking about yes. extra little bits of stuff that you need to know. And he tells it really well. And yeah. I found out why he tells it really well. So the narrator is the guy that wrote the novel. Fuck off, seriously, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I was like, he tells his story really well. Ah. And then I, I read more into it that he wrote the novel. So ah. it's actually, so it's obviously done, the film's obviously done in the way he wanted it to be done. Hmm. So he's basically just reading bits of his book out then, isn't he? All the bits of the yeah. that he does. And, and, and it plays it out. And when I found that out, I enjoyed it more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does make more sense. No, oh, disappeared. Oh, there we go. You're back in the room. Ah, good stuff. Um, yeah, like like you said, man, it's definitely a Marmite movie for me. I was a bit like, meh. You said, like, not very much happens. That's definitely the basis for this film. I, died. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, my favourite movies have all got, like, a big point to them. So, like, the Avengers film, their point mm-hmm. is to defeat the bad guy. So everything that they do is to do that. Do you know what I mean? This is just... This movie is basically just a snippet of a group of people's lives and everything that goes on in that snippet for a couple of hours. And then and then that's it. There's, 
it's, a, it's an interesting film. Um, but for me, it, it just wasn't, it's not something that I would have, I don't think I would have watched it if it wasn't for A, the people that were in it. I probably would have got around to watching it for that if you hadn't suggested it, and B, if you yeah. hadn't suggested it. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I watched the trailer for it and I was like, I was actually really into it. Hmm. And um, I don't know, it, 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 for me, it really worked because I think things that, quite simple and nothing really worked like uh, it, it, when I was watching I kept going I need something I need something to glue it all together yeah I need there needs to be some substance to it mm -hmm. there needs to be a reason and I actually think the way they did it worked in the end yeah I think it actually did I think it I know that it left it quite late to bring it all together but mm -hmm. I thought the movie was—I thought it was done really well, and it's—I think it's really interesting to get a film that we, we keep saying that not really much happens, but the acting is that good. It after each little bit, it keeps leaving going. Oh, what you know? What happens? Yeah. What happens next? And we we're going. Well, nothing happened, but I still wanted to know what happens next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, like, it's really hard. I mean, it'll be easier in the second half of this video when we can go a bit spoilery. But um, yeah. other than that, it's really hard to describe like all the all the kind of stuff that goes on and the way it's done. Um, for me, like you said, the performances and the cast were uh, with the one big like thing for me. So it's got uh, Tom Holland in. It's got uh, the, uh, what's the guy who plays who plays Winter Soldier. It's got him in as well. Uh, Robert Patterson, so it's like Batman yeah. versus Spider-Man. So I was already in into that. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's some amazing performances. I thought Patterson could have toned it down a bit. <laughs> he plays a preacher <laughs> who comes in. He comes in as like a substitute preacher, but he really fucking swings for the fence. Who is the guy that played the first preacher? Mm -hmm. So it, it's so, this film's so strong belief in religion isn't it and yeah yeah it's very preacherish churchish and it's almost cult it's almost yeah. like a, it, it, it's basically it almost feels like a cult film hmm. and when you know like you read the stories of these cult things is that they go too far yeah and this is what it this is what happens in this Film, but I can't, I can't remember the dude that plays the first preacher. No, no, he's an older he's, guy, isn't he? He's I can't outstanding. Remember. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. But yeah, like you said, so he's ba it's basically set uh, mainly around a very small town, which is very centered around the church, isn't it? And so obviously in the 50s, religion was a lot more prominent as well. In, I think in those states in America, it still is yeah. very prominent like that. Uh, but this this church and like the people's faith is what comes into it more than anything else is what you get from absolutely everything. And that's kind of the big driver for the movie. And it, it, yeah. it doesn't let anybody off, does it? Normally with like films like that, you'll get people of faith who'll go through all this bad shit and then at the end it'll yeah. let them off because God wanted them to do all this shit. And it doesn't do anything like that, which I was quite impressed at. It was like, yeah. you can still have faith and still be an utterly garbage person. That was kind yes. of the message that you were getting. You need to yes. use faith in the right way type stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it really did. It, did. it did it really well. So, 
and and if it went up that way that you were saying, I think I would have got bored really quickly. Definitely. Yeah. If that had been like the underlying theme a bit, then I think it would have it would have would have dragged it downhill. Yeah. Um, we get a little bit spoilery now for the second bit. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So if, uh, if you've not seen it, then uh, we're going to do some spoilers now in the second half. So turn us off or pause us, go and watch the film and then come back and watch the second half of the video. So you've been warned now. Um, like you said, dude, I did. There was, overall as a film, not really enough of it, enough stuff happened for me. Yeah. But there were some certain little bits I thought were like utter fucking gold. Like <laughs> when the preacher goes nuts in the cupboard, and then drives out to the woods and stabs his missus and then tries to bring her back to life because he believes that like God has told him to do all this. Yeah. The bit after that where they sat in the car and him and his disabled brother and he's going, I'll have myself into the police. I'll just tell him it was an accident. And his brother just turns around and goes, he stabbed your wife in the neck with a screwdriver and then tried to bring her back to life using God. That sounds like something a crazy person would do. It is not an yeah. accident. I was like, yeah. that's yeah. such a great line. It, it was, for that, it's, it's funny you pulled that part out. It was one of my favourite parts of the whole film. Yeah, yeah. It, first of all, it was so dark, so horrible, because it's not just his wife that he's murdered, it's his pregnant wife. Yeah. And you're like, this is, this is pretty sick real powerful scene yeah, and yeah. to knock it on the head with a bit of a uh, throwaway line like that mm -hmm. that made you laugh straight after it was genius yeah but the, well, like this that like for people who haven't watched it and are still watching this video who aren't going to bother watching it he is like his part is like a traveling shock preacher isn't he and he yeah. we were first introduced to him when he comes to this church in this local town <laughs> And he pours a box of spiders over his face because he was scared of spiders and to prove that God will protect him. Ends up getting bitten on the face by one of these spiders and is so embarrassed to go out that that's happened that he locks himself in a cupboard for like three weeks, doesn't he? Yeah. After like he's met this woman and after they've ended up having a kid and they've got married and all this kind of stuff um, and then sees the light and then comes out and then God tells him to murder his wife and that he can bring her back to life. Yeah. Oh. It's so insane. It's so nuts. Yeah. Tom yeah. Holland plays the most unlucky and luckiest guy in the world in this movie. It's bonkers. His part is like some kind of fucking avenging angel, isn't it? After what yeah. happens to him in, at the beginning when his dad goes nuts and yeah. crucifies his dog, which was good timing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blinded. You know what, dude? I'm really sorry because I, I watched that and went, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I was watching it going, ah, oh, he's going to be going fucking nuts here now. <laughs> yeah. Man, so funny. Great timing. Um, so, yeah, they, his dad goes nuts, crucifies his dog, and then shoots himself to try and stop his mum from dying of cancer, which is like the story's just mental, isn't it? If you like try and get into it and think about it. Um, yeah. And then. He kind of grows up and then ends up in like a kind of foster home, doesn't he? With the daughter of the preacher guy who stabs his wife in the neck, who then yeah. gets killed off a serial killer as their first victim. 
and, and then it all goes around like you say and then all ties together at the end it's like a really slow rural version of pulp fiction <laughs> yeah which is just it, like it, and 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 that's it, that whole bit with the serial killer thing tying that all in it, it's it's that's mad a lot you know that storyline is just mad on its own yeah and it, there probably wasn't enough of that no that's it i, I don't think so because they were just like they kind of drifted in and out didn't they so you saw yeah. when he first met her because they happened to meet in the same place where this guy's mum and dad happened to meet, didn't they? And then you saw him kill the first person, and then you, you kind of saw him fucking about with another guy, didn't you, for a little bit? And then the next minute, Tom Holland gets in their car after he's been through, like, the worst fucking day of his life. After he's killed the preacher, in. Yeah. He, he, he literally walks to the road and then gets picked up by a serial killer. And she's just like, God, how much shit can go on in this guy's oh, life? Oh, God, yeah. And then you find out that it's the copper's sister that's working with a serial killer. And again, there's another layer there because the copper knows who he is and where he'll go because he helped him out after his dad's... The way it all connected and everything like that was really beautiful. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I say, it wasn't my kind of film, but it was good for what it was. Yeah, uh, like you said, the the whole connection and when it all started coming together at the end was really brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. really brilliant. I was actually like proper, uh, yeah, it, it, it completely, it gave me the, what I was after the whole film. Yeah. By doing it that way, by just bringing the story together with, and it, like you said, it kind of brings it in a full circle with him and the copper again. Yeah. At, at the end, and it it's so yeah, the the ending of that film so brilliantly, it's so good, um, and it really made up for bits that you go, come on, just just yeah. give us something. Yeah, do something. And when they, <laughs> the way that they deliver it in the end, I was like, yeah, this is. Uh, for me, it was my kind of film. Yeah. Excellent. Definitely, yeah. It was definitely you know my I really kind of thought, film. I really thought there was going to be a twist at the end. You know where he... Because he, he ends up again, after surviving everything, Tom Holland's character, he ends up getting in a, a VW Beetle, doesn't he, at the end with a really sketchy-looking dude. I yeah. thought that was going to be like Charles Manson or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a proper world-famous serial killer. And I thought that, that it was going to end there. I thought we were going yeah. to see like a driver's license of Charles Manson and I thought it was going to go off. <laughs> but it's just like, oh my God, how unlucky can this dude be? He's <laughs> just been through all this shit. Oh man, so good. But yeah, there was some lovely little twists and turns in it. It was, um, the way they brought it together at the end was just beautiful, the way that it all flowed. Like the, the last like 30 minutes of this movie was fucking gold. It was yeah. really good, the way everything all fell into place. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah, just thought the build-up could have done with being maybe a little bit more, and I thought Robert Patterson could have turned it down a good few notches. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing his crazy preacher shit. Yeah, a little, uh, a little uh, more background on a few characters. Um, I believe the copper's sister was meant to have a better background right, yeah. and a better storyline for whatever reason they, they did it. And shot. filmed it that way, but um, other than that, I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, 
yeah, it's definitely worth a watch for me. Uh, Mark's out of five? Four for me. Ooh, nice. I'm going to go for three for me. Mm. But yeah, it's yeah, definitely worth a watching. So yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Devil All the Time. Very cool. Um, I believe it's my choice for the next one, isn't it? I don't know if you're going to love me or hate me for this, but it's Halloween coming up, so I believe I think we've got to do it <laughs> for the next one. Yes, I shared a post the other week to uh, the Movie Garage Facebook page. It's about a film that I haven't seen before. Apparently, it has been scientifically proven that this is the scariest movie of all time. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this month, uh, this month, this week's movie of the week is Sinister. Now, God knows where we're going to find it or anything along those lines. I'm assuming it'll be somewhere with Halloween coming up. It'll definitely be on TV. So, yeah, I've not seen it. I don't actually know anything about it other than it's apparently the scariest movie ever. So, yeah, we're going to go for that. Feeling good? (laughs) Great. (laughs) It's definitely not one. Watch on your phone. I'm watching these films and I'm lying in bed. (laughs) Next to my missus. Right in your face. That's what and the phone's right in the face. Yeah, I really want to watch a scary film. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> I watch it. I've like started watching them now. If I can't catch him like at home or in one sitting or something like that, I'll watch him at work while I'm on dinner or while I'm sat in my car wiring kits up on my phone. So people just think I'm fucking insane because I'm either laughing my head off or going, ooh, or like in this case, totally shitting myself sat on my own in a car park. <laughs> Um, so yeah, should be interesting. You did <laughs> <laughs> Just running out of the car, throwing me phone. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid idea. He's fucking idea, is it? <laughs> Ace. Right, yeah, so uh, that is us for this week. Um, give us a follow on all the social medias. Give us a like, give us a share. Um, subscribe to the youtube and to the podcast if you uh, just want to hear our lovely voices instead of looking at our lovely faces as well um but yeah until next week thanks very much guys i'm going to carry on wearing a hat